Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you willing? Hey gents. Welcome to another episode of Apex Masculinity, a high-performance men's coaching outfit designed to help you show up strong in every area of life. Raising the bar in fatherhood, marriage, finance, business, health, and all things manly. Gentlemen, let's begin. Hey, gents. Welcome back to Apex Masculinity. You're in the right place. I'm your host, Nick Chantos. Guys, I want to apologize up front today. I'm recording this episode on my iPhone, something that I never do. Usually I'm set up in the podcast studio at the house. Good audio quality. Got the podcast room all set up with soft absorption material on the walls. So I don't know how well the quality, audio quality on this one's going to be today. But I wanted to talk about negative self-talk and the damage that it does to us being able to be successful as men in life, really for anyone. And a while back, I came across this really nifty pie chart. And if you hear some background noise, that's just these pumping jacks out here on this old field location going up and down, trying to keep America energy independent, you know, but I came across this. It was basically like a pie chart, like a pie graph, and it was called the life wheel or the life graph. And the purpose of this thing was for people that have so much going on in their life, they're really trying to condense everything down and just like really figure out what's most important in their life and begin to focus on being better or performing better at those specific things. Because as men, you know that we wear many different hats in life. I mean, we're all, most of us are husbands or we're in a relationship. We're fathers, we're business owners or employees of a business that we're trying to perform well at, climb the corporate ladder. Um, You may be involved in some outside extracurricular activities. You may be part of a church. You may be a part of like sporting groups, Um, whatever the case may be. We find ourselves wearing many different hats in life. Some of us have side hustles that we're trying to generate income from. So we have all these different hats that we wear. And we know that if we wear too many hats and stretch ourselves so thin, there is the chance that we'll be able to bring less than our best to the table in each or any of those areas. So I'm speaking with my wife this morning over a cup of coffee. On occasion, we'll get up a little early and head down to the coffee shop and just kind of treat ourselves. And my wife and I are both very busy people, and we have to really capitalize on those moments to sit down and be able to pour our hearts out, share our struggles, share our successes, get feedback from each other. And uh, it's a precious moment in time for both my wife and I but we were talking today about how people can have in this in this life graph or this life pie sit down and write out all these different areas that make them who they are as a person so you draw this big circle and you begin to slice out pieces of a pie in this circle and in those pie slices 
you write, it's very archaic, it's very kindergarten-y, I guess you could say, but you write out in those pie slices who you are. You're identifying roles as a man or as a person, and you'll write out parent, father, mother, husband, wife, you know, in a relationship or, you know, father, um, business owner, employee, side hustle, exercise, health and fitness, all these, you know, diet, nutrition, all these different areas that you want to start leveling up in. And not a single one of those areas is exclusive to itself, right? What I mean by that is if I write down father in one of those pie slices, I will draw a line up from the top of that circle over pie, over that pie slice for fatherhood and give that line enough space to where I can start drawing horizontal lines off of that line and write out exactly what it means to be, to me, what it means to me to be a better father, to be a better employee, to manage my health and wellness, my fitness, my mental state better. Whatever slice of the pie you're in, you shoot a line off of the side of it and then make subsequent horizontal lines off of that line and you write out things that you need to do or things that you need to stop doing in order to begin to evolve in that particular area. And for being, for being a father, let's say, I'm going to write out things like, you know, personal time with my kids. Like I have them most of the time. I have all of them at the same time. And these children need like one-on-one connection time where you just like for me and my son, we spend lots of time just out shooting hoops on this $200 you know, sand-filled basketball hoop that I bought him so he can keep his game good for school. Or we'll go sit on the porch or I'll take my daughter for some ice cream and I just single out that one kid and make sure I'm spending adequate time with that one kid. That's one of the horizontal lines coming off of the fatherhood line that I need to make sure I focus on where I'm getting single time with each kids to just talk to them and let them open up and talk about what they want. Also on that fatherhood line, one of those other horizontal lines has to do with discipline. Am I raising my kids in a way to where I am reinforcing what correct behaviors and attitudes are and what incorrect behaviors and attitudes are? How am I reinforcing the positive and what disciplinary tactics am I bringing to the table to... Um, steer them away from the negative behaviors and attitudes that we all get from time to time. Also on that bracket of fatherhood is not, not, not my nutrition, but theirs. Like, are we feeding our kids well? Are we making sure that they're getting good meals? Are we making sure that they're getting exercise? Also on that fatherhood line, I have their spiritual condition. You know, like, what am I teaching my kids about their own spirituality, about their own inner man, you know, life lessons that are being taught to them. And if I branch over to the husband pie slice and draw that same line away from the fatherhood line in a different direction, and then start writing out horizontal lines and fill in the blanks on what it means to me to be a better husband. Am I getting emotional connection time with my wife where we're not so busy all the time that we're becoming disconnected? 
Am I encouraging my wife? Am I supplying the bread and butter, so to speak, that allows my wife to manage all the expenses of running a home? Like, you have to get detailed. And when this whole pie graph is filled out and you've got your branched off lines and your horizontal lines for every area that's important to you, you can look almost the bird's eye view down on this piece of paper, down on this life chart, and clearly see what you've written out as the areas of your life, the hats that you wear that are most important to you. Now, we're all, we're all something, even if we don't necessarily want to be that thing, or even if that thing isn't, even if that thing how do I want to say this? Even if that thing really isn't a thing, for example, I'm also a son. I'm also a brother, but I don't really have, I don't necessarily want to say I have a toxic relationship with my parents or my sisters, but we don't communicate often. Like my parents and I, for whatever reason, um, there's very minimal interaction. So even though I am a son, that's not an area of my life where I put extreme focus on because quite honestly, there's a lot of distance in that relationship. And of course, I'm always here if any of my sisters ever need me or my parents ever need me, um, always willing to take that relationship to the next level if they are. But just being honest, if, 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 if you don't see reciprocation in, let's say, for example, an area like that, then uh, then it's something where you have to say, all right, how much time and focus do I want to put onto this portion, this pie slice of my life? Because you know that once you put focus on one thing, it takes away focus on other things. So you have to get really pinpoint accuracy focused on what's most important to you. Some of you have a side hustle. Some of you are you know, trying to get a real estate side hustle off the ground. Some of you are trying to maybe write a book or start a podcast or start a side business or save up money for a business or whatever the case may be. And if that's just like a pet project that you don't really give time to, you and I both know that that, that particular side hustle isn't going to go anywhere because you know on the front side that that side hustle is going to take time focus, energy, involvement, like it's going to tax you in some way through your investment into that particular pie slice, right? So as you begin to analyze this pie slice and the overall life chart itself, you can clearly see, this is a self-awareness tool, you can clearly see on pen and paper where you're falling down, where you need to improve, where you're doing well. And if you start looking at those pie slices and seeing things in there, you know, going back to, let's say the fatherhood one, let's say, you know, we're making good money and we have a lot of good food in the house and the kids aren't eating junk food. And I'm getting that one-on-one -on -one connection time with the kids. And I've got all these lines that I'm doing well on, but there's one, let's say my kids are struggling academically. Now, I know that it is the teacher's job to educate my kids, but it's not the teacher's fault if my kids are disengaged and don't care about their own education. 
that's something I have to bring to the table by way of inspiration to my kids to help them understand the importance and the need for a good quality education so that they can do better in life. That's not, that's not something I can default to somebody else. I can't put that responsibility on someone else. So if I'm looking at these horizontal lines and I'm seeing a lot of success and a lot of good things, but I see that one line where I'm falling down or I'm not giving the proper attention, energy, and focus to, obviously I know that that's an area where I need to improve. But what I, what I want to talk about in this podcast today is the danger that I think we all have, and I see it more with women than men, Because women are broad focused where men seem to be pinpoint focused on certain things. But the danger in this is, is that we can focus on that one line and say, because I'm falling down in this one attribute of that one slice of pie on this entire pie life chart of my life, I am therefore failing in this area. You got six things you're doing well. You're growing, you're learning, you're doing better than your parents did. There's so much to praise and and shout about, about how well you're doing and the growth that you've achieved, especially from where you started from. But the way we are as people, I've noticed that we tend to neglect the self-praise and we focus on that one thing, right? For many of us, Self-care isn't even on the life chart or the pie itself, but it's essential that we, as men, are taking the time to develop ourselves and to grow as men through self-care, whether that's reading books, you know, listening to podcasts, you know, watching TED Talk videos, um, taking care of our health and fitness, making sure that we're eating right, like all this self-care stuff. If we're doing okay in some of it, but we're falling down in one area, what I've noticed is we will latch onto that one area and we will brand ourselves as substandard or failing in that area. And the danger in that is if you go deep, if you really go deep and you're really analytical and you're the kind of person that's really looking for that one spot where you're not doing well, you know? You can find one horizontal line on every slice of the pie that makes up the life chart. And then when we analyze that and we see that through the perspective of I'm not doing well in every area, what that does is it makes you feel like you're not living your core values as a man because you've identified on that line that this is a core value for me. I want to do better in this area and I don't see myself as doing well. So now we begin to embed in our subconscious. Like seriously, we don't even realize the depth of the damage that we're doing by being overly critical of ourselves. And we begin to label label ourselves as failures in every area of life. This is self-limitation. This is self-sabotage because now that we've branded ourselves as substandard or failing in all these areas by not seeing the good and not seeing the progress, but just focusing on the one area where we're not doing well, 
we now begin to self-talk negatively or self-emotion negatively. People don't realize that the neuroplasticity, the neural pathways of the brain that over years begin to define a core value of how we see ourselves, they're not only developed by you hearing negative talk, whether it's you talking to yourself or whether it's someone else, maybe in your youth or childhood, that talked negatively to you, we think that as long as we're not hearing any words of negativity, then we're not developing negative neuropathways in the brain to cement the idea that we're substandard. But just the emotion, the feeling of being substandard or failing in certain areas also creates neuropathways. Neuropathways are created through all of the sensory organs that we have on our body, but they're also created through emotion. So every experience that you have, whether it's visually, audio through your ears, things that you smell, things that you taste, or things that you touch, every time you experience something in life through one of these biological data collection points on your body, a neural pathway is created in your brain to house that event into memory so that you can pull from that later, mostly for the purpose of you know, self-survival. But what we don't realize is that emotion also creates neural pathways. So simply having the emotion that we're failing begins to create neural pathways in the brain that reinforce or cement the idea that we are failing. And we need some tools and some tactics to overcome this self-limiting belief, this behavior that we're doing, because we're basically, we're basically killing ourselves. We're basically making it harder for us to believe in ourselves that we can be successful and that we can accomplish these goals that we want. But because we're not living, because we feel like we're not living our core values, because we're only focusing on the negative, we are reinforcing and cementing the idea that we cannot do what it is that we want to do. We cannot achieve or accomplish what it is we want to accomplish. And a great tactic for this was shared with me by a pastor that I had in South Texas years ago when I was living and working in the old field down there. And I watched this guy. His name is David Beatty. He's a great man, great example, great apex man. Um, I made um, mention of him in the dedication page of the book, Apex Masculinity, Defeat Self-Sabotage, Reclaim True Manhood. Because not only for what he said to me that day, but just watching this man's life as a whole, I asked him one time, how do you manage all of it and do well with any of it? Because he had just taken over a church um, after his father had passed away. And there were so many changes that need to be made. Um, Upgrades, if you will, or, you know, just, just different things that he knew in his heart that he needed to do to take that church, which was a great church, but to take it from where it was to where in his mind's eye, he knew and wanted it to be. And there was administration stuff that he needed to do. There were connection groups that needed to be started. There was Sunday school classes that needed to happen. There was changes in, in, in the music, in the, in the worship services. At the same time, all those pie slices, um, I'm sorry, those, uh, let me correct myself. Those weren't pie slices. Those were horizontal lines in the slice of pie known as how he's going to take this church to the next level as the pastor. 
being the pastor, was a pie slice. At the same time that he's trying to focus and figure out how he's going to take care of all of those horizontal lines, pieces, lines in a, in a pie slice, he was still fully employed. Um, he was still a father. He was still a husband. He was still a friend to people. You know, he, he still, you know, he's a, I don't want to say he's a banker, but like we're all bankers, right? We're all managing our finances and we're all making investments and we're all, you know, trying to keep our portfolios in good shape. At the same time, he's got his health and wellness to take care of. There were so many pie slices and so many horizontal lines in each pie slice. I asked him one day, I said, man, how do you do all of this and do any of it any justice? How do you do any of it well when there's so much? And he told me, he said, you can't. You cannot fire on all cylinders in every area of your life all of the time and really see 10x or you know great gains or improvement in all of it. He said, sometimes we just need to maintain in good standing everything that we have and focus on one area for the space of a month. So what he told me is in that one pie slice of, you know, managing or pastoring that church with all of those horizontal lines of things that he needed to work on and fix and upgrade, he said he would focus on one thing. He said, I would spend a month really studying, really digging deep, really preparing and delivering some of the best sermons and messages that I could come up with so that I was feeding the people the proper spiritual nourishment that they needed for it to be a great experience for them. And then the next month, he was totally focusing on the connection groups, finding people in the church that were willing to step up, be supportive, get involved, have a small group where, 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 where these other people could begin to teach scripture and life lessons. And these other people could reach out and contact people within the church and really inspire them to help him carry the load. Then the next month, it was total focus on the music, getting the right guy in place, um, giving all the support that that guy needed to make sure that the worship services and that the music during, you know, the Sunday morning church service, um, was, I don't want to say epic, but like, like taking it to the next level where it was a worship experience that was systematically growing in its pleasantry and really making sure that that aspect of the church was doing better and on a trajectory to continue to do better, putting systems in place that allowed that thing to continue to grow and develop so that next month he could kind of take his hands off of it and that thing would continue to stay on the same trajectory with minimal oversight. Now, at the same time, remember, he's got all those other pie slices. And I thought, you know what? That is a great, that is a great way to look at it because we cannot be our very, very best to all of the different pie slices, to all the different hats that we wear all of the time. Just by the natural course of, of events and the way things are, we will end up getting stretched so thin that we do begin to get overwhelmed with it all and either underperform or fail in these different areas. 
And I thought, you know what? That is a great idea. And maybe that's a word for someone today that rather than focusing on the things that are going on in your life that are not how you want them to be, I want you to look at the things in your life that are the way that you want them to be. And I want you to compare those things not to where you want them to go, but to where they were before. And I want you to see the growth. I want you to see the growth that you've accomplished, that you've achieved over the years. And I want you to praise yourself. And I want you to recognize that you have made great strives and great gains in whatever area of life it is. If it's your side hustle, just remember a couple years ago, that side hustle was just a dream. Your, your dream of maybe owning real estate or renting real estate or something like that out to people and, and, and moving in that direction years ago was just a dream, but now you're there, right? And yes, there's so much more you want to do, but don't judge yourself by where you're not. Judge yourself by where you were and where you are now. And when you do that, you develop the neural pathways of your brain and reinforce them to believe that you are succeeding, that you are gaining ground, you are gaining traction, and you are getting to where you want to go. Because when you look at it through that lens, you cement the idea that you can be successful and that you can win. And now you start functioning from a place of self-belief and self-confidence. And that only 10Xs and intensifies the development of those pie slices and the gains that you want for yourself. The danger is to focus on the negative. Focus on where things aren't. Focus on why things aren't the way they are. Now, at the same time, we have to be honest with ourselves. And it's okay to write out those things that aren't what we want them to be. Acknowledge them. Recognize them. Start meditating on or thinking on a plan or a process that will get those areas up. But just remember, every time something levels up, because you're leveling up, you will always see the next level. So don't say to yourself, here we are, I've made these gains, but there's so much more room to grow and level up and I'm not where I want to be, therefore I'm failing. It's like climbing a mountain. As soon as you get to the top, you can either say, man, I have achieved great things or we have achieved great things. But when you're on the top of that mountain, all it does is broaden the horizon and broaden your visual capabilities to be able to see the next summit on the next mountain. And if you go, man, that's the higher summit and I'm not there, then you're doing damage to yourself. Celebrate the distance that you've made. Celebrate the gains that you've made. Acknowledge there's another summit and start making the preparations to climb that next summit. But don't discount the gains that you've made thus far. Train yourself to believe that you are capable of mounting whatever challenges and obstacles are in your way. Sometimes you have to really, like, you have to wait on answers. You have to wait on ideas. You don't just see the summit and arrive at the summit. You got to lace your boots up, man.
and start to climb. And it can be difficult at times. But as long as you have the mindset that you are going to grow, gain, and conquer, you will eventually reach that next summit. And remember, when you get there, praise yourself for getting there. Reinforce the idea that you've accomplished great things for yourself, for the people that you love and care for, and lace the boots up again for the next summit. Guys, I love you. I want you to sleep well at night. Thank you. Hey guys, just wanted to put a quick plug in for the book. Very happy to announce the release of Apex Masculinity, Defeat Self-Sabotage, Reclaim True Manhood. It's available at Amazon, available on Barnes and Nobles, anywhere books are sold. And I just wanted to go over what the topics include so you guys can get a well-rounded idea of what this book has to offer you. Topics include the awakening moment, that moment when we realize that the man that we've been up to this point is no longer serving us or the people that we claim to love and care for. Also, building self-awareness muscles, teaching us how to properly carry ourselves in a culture where masculinity is under constant assault. Also, understanding self-limiting belief systems and how to eradicate them once and for all. Understanding self-sabotage, what it is, where it started, and how to stop throwing that hand grenade into your lap over and over again. Helping you understand the real reasons why some of you use drugs, excessively drink, and binge watch pornography. Also, understanding how childhood trauma affects our ability to succeed in life. Listen, it's not your fault how it got started, but it is now your responsibility to take complete ownership of the man that you have become and begin the process of reforming yourself. Undertaking the necessary steps to rebuild a mired reputation. It's time to start regaining the trust and the respect that you deserve. Quite honestly, the trust and the respect that maybe the way you carried yourself in the past denied you. Also, understanding leadership and influence. Guys, the world needs you. Now, more than ever, does the world need apex men. More than you realize. There's tips and tactics and strategies on building an epic marriage, one overflowing with real connection, passion, and intimacy. Also, building a parenting strategy that will develop and launch your children towards a greater success in life. Your kids need you to invest in them so that they can be head and shoulders above everyone else that's being launched into the world. Also, understanding triggers for relapse and impulsive decision-making and how to mitigate those triggers on the front side before we make toxic choices. Also, how to build a living legacy, one that's worthy of respect and admiration. Also, understanding the neural pathways of the brain, how they connect to the ether around us, and understanding the law of attraction and how to use gratitude and courage to create limitless opportunities for success. Guys, this book is jam-packed with tons of helpful strategies, tips, and tactics on how to go from being the toxic, substandard man that we've been 
and I say that with love and respect to the epic apex man that exists inside each of us that's just waiting to come out. Guys, I'd love to get this book into your hands. Again, it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and anywhere books are sold.